and welcome back to 20 something failing at nothing episode four episode four what are we talking about today megs fomo fomo what is fomo abs fear of missing out which is a common trend in our i chronically <laughs> suffer with the fomo worst fomo what would be the opposite of fomo fear of going out anxiety probably. <laughs> yeah just pure anxiety no fomo i think it's something that probably no it's i think kicks it's into gear at teenagers but i think it's before time began like i don't think fomo is a new thing god no we just created an acronym is it an acronym is I that think... what it is fomo is that an acronym i think so because the anagrams mixed up letters oh yeah acronym it's an acronym it is definitely since the beginning of time. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd all live really slow, independent lives, <laughs> not worrying about going out. Fast, codependent lives. Yeah. But I don't have FOMO of the shit stuff. Although sometimes I do. I maybe. do. I have FOMO of anything that you guys are doing without me. Yeah, but that's social. Like, I don't have you FOMO could literally, No, you could literally be watching telly without me and I'd be like, I wish yeah. I was there. I think um, having group chats is definitely... Increased. <laughs> increased. Do you know what it probably is as well? Media. I was going to say, like, the access to knowing what people are doing all the time. Like, I say to everyone that when I leave work on a Friday, I'm like, it is my God-given right to know what you're doing when we're not together. Like, post your food. Yeah. Post your outings. Like, why do I want to know? That's your first thing, actually, on our group chat of someone somewhere for dinner. You're like, yeah, what, what, what are you having? Eating? Yeah. And then Zoe once <laughs> and you're a literally told me off. <laughs> she was like, stop asking what I'm having for dinner. And you are a vegetarian, so it's almost like I'm having a filet mignon. Yeah, I'm like, great. <laughs> Missing great. out. That. Maybe I'll leave me again. Who's got worse FOMO, me or you? You. Me. 100%. 100%. I actually... 100%. I just wondered if you felt the same. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> After 20 years, we've realised... Do you think I've you always had the worst FOMO? Out of the two of us? Yeah. Mm, I, I think it's dependent on the time. Because does it, don't you think, though, like, do you feel FOMO if you've got existing plans, but then your friends are it, doing something different? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. I, I felt that too. Because I'm like, I do want to do what I'm doing, but I would like you all to be doing absolutely nothing whilst I'm doing that. Yeah, that was like when a couple of the girls went on holiday last week. They were like, if you could just stay in for a week, came back and our yeah. entire lives had changed. But I feel like if <laughs> they could days. just not go for a week, that would have been also great. Yeah. Like if you could just stay put and do nothing. Yeah. And I've me. spoken to people as well that like aren't, maybe people I've like worked with or just general people who don't necessarily have a friendship group where they're where their friends are all in the same group their friends yeah, are but in different groups so FOMO is a bit different I, I think, still think that like people say like people that aren't being social that much but want to be get FOMO of people that aren't even their friends yeah they just they like ha- they don't want to miss out on what other people are doing regardless of who yeah. the other people are do you know what else I felt FOMO that isn't to do with going out no you know when like you see I can't people think of your one age example. are buying houses yeah, I and do, it's kind and of I like don't the FOMO because you're like, am I missing out on something at 25? Like, I, am I no, supposed to I be? I don't feel FOMO with that. Still I at home feel in my single bed. My single bed. <laughs> I don't feel FOMO with that. I feel like, what the fuck have you been up to for the last six years? Yeah, like how have you done this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people always just find it like, but you went to uni. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and gained almost nothing. <laughs> you're in so much debt. Don't even think about a house. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, oh, their parents definitely help me. Like, so fucking what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like go parents, for it. feel free. Yeah, if you want to give I'll me... I'll send you my sort code and account number. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop it in parents, there. Parents, someone else's parents. <laughs> Doesn't We're... have to be your own. Maybe we should set up a um, 
a just Both giving or a yeah. patreon is it a patreon it's a patreon where you people pay you for we for can do what? happy birthday videos and shit for people yeah no one cares Miriam Margulies does those all the time who's that you know the she's an actress the old little lady with the crazy hair she's nuts and she's been in like Harry Potter and stuff. No, and oh, she's what, how many times have no, I but she's Harry outrageous. Potter? She's she goes viral all the time for the shit she does. She farted on this morning the other the other <laughs> month and it went viral. But she did oh, it she's the one that does the documentaries. Yes, the little like, dumpy the, lady. The, she's amazing. I absolutely adore her. The spiritual, no spiritual. I don't know what documentaries. <laughs> she's an actress. She's not spiritual. She might be spiritual. She's Jewish. No, no, she's not spiritual. <laughs> she's Jewish. That doesn't mean she can't be spiritualist. <laughs> Um, but I don't know if I don't know I don't know what no, documentaries you've seen her in it was, <laughs> she's done like travel she I, did um, the Marigold Hotel in real life when all the older actors older I'm generation thinking actors I'll off. tell you the documentary where they like <laughs> I can't I actually can't <laughs> I can't say it out loud but I know you've watched it or does it what happens in it they like <laughs> there's like a group of people yeah. who like spiritually Engage in. Um, I can't. <laughs> is it rude? Yeah, a bit. Well, it's not rude. Well, it's sexual. Yeah. No, that's not. Her. You know, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that bit. older lady, and she goes into that group of people who like think their way through. That think their way through. <laughs> I don't know. Just say it. I can't. Why? Because it makes me embarrassed. Oh, go on. No, please. <laughs> go on, get embarrassed. I love it when you say weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally me that says No, that. they like... Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. This is going to last for ages. I'm waiting. You know what I'm talking about. I she's, don't... like, got curly grey hair. Yeah, I'm and she's like Little. Yeah. And large. Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, goes into this place where they have, like, spiritual sex. They don't... Spiritual sex. They don't go anywhere near each other, but they all, like... No, I haven't seen You that. have. <laughs> I think you showed me it. I showed you Miriam Margulies having spiritual sex. I'm going to have to Google it. You're let's have to. let's just leave Miriam there. Uh, right, okay. Well, let's go back. How did she, how did we get onto FOMO from Miriam Margulies? Because <laughs> she does happy birthday videos and we're going to do that. Oh, we're going to do Why Patreon? are we going to do that, though? For, for money. For, for why do we need money? For our... So we don't have so to miss out. House. Oh, that's what we're missing out on at this the minute, buying a house. This podcast is all about getting us out of single beds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We for want sure. a double bed. We want... Preferably no. from... Um, what was that company that everyone gets sponsored by? And they're like, this is the best sleep I've ever had. Emma bed. It's made... No, not Emma. Mm. Oh, it might be an Emma mattress. It's made out of 100% bamboo. I also want to get sponsored by that knicker brand that everyone gets sponsored by. What are they called? Sloggies. <laughs> <No. laughs> I, I should be sponsored by Sloggies. No, that brand that... Um, Vogue and Joanne. Oh, they I They get know. sponsored by them. They're like, have you... And they're in, like, Forbes magazine, this knicker brand. And they're like, it's like having... A cloud on my bum. Isn't it so annoying that people can literally create... Like, knickers exist already. Yeah. People can make their... Not these knickers, though, Megs. Not these knickers. But they can make their own version of knickers and get in Forbes. Yeah, but do you know why? Because then all the other knickers have FOMO, because they want to be... Those knickers. knickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what they're called. They're called, like, Tweed and Dill or something. They're not called that. I don't think that's it. It's called something similar. (laughs) It's got, like, two names. Dill. (laughs) (laughs) It's a herby kind of pants. But, yeah. We'll get sponsored by them one day, Megs. When yeah, we're in our luxurious double Emma mattress. Bed. I'm looking forward to it. Or maybe a king size. They're bigger than a king, queen, a queen size bed. No, it's. I think king's bigger than queen. Is that? How it's this misogynistic. 
Oh, no. You don't remember that? I haven't. You should watch it. I should watch it. Who did you watch it with? <laughs> I thought it was you. Did you watch it alone? Um, it's called Sex Magic. I will be watching that later. That cool. sounded weird. Maybe in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't think it'd be your thing. <laughs> I think it would 100% be my thing. Are you sure? Yeah, I might become a spiritual, non-touch sex person <laughs> when I become an OAP. Look forward to it. I, do you know what? Might be the new thing. There's all these things. I watched something today about, I can't remember what it was called, but it was, um, again, no, it wasn't on a documentary. It was a YouTuber, and she went to like a, it was like a weird spiritual bondage class. I was like, who made that up? I kind of struggle to see where all these worlds are colliding. <laughs> but how do people find out about it? That's yeah. What I want to know. I think you've got to invest it. Like, do you have to just know someone that already does it? I think you commit to it, like, mm-hmm. and then... Because that's not FOMO, that's pure curiosity, that's intrigue. I'm like, what actually happened? But maybe they do have FOMO, because maybe they're like, I want to do that and I'm not doing it. Someone yeah, definitely maybe is. But I don't know how you get to the point where you're like, this, this is what I need. Yeah, I think you probably do have to meet someone who's like doing that already. Yeah. Anyway, that's really stood away from FOMO. <laughs> Standard FOMO. We have FOMO of <laughs> non-touching but spiritual sex parties. Why do you get FOMO? Uh, I get FOMO... <laughs> I think it's more when... You're not invited to something. I think yeah, but like, how often does that actually? It doesn't happen, happen but it could be used to. anything. Well, yeah, because like, even though we at school, especially, like, you're obviously everyone's got their little clique, everyone's in their group. But then within that group, you're you kind of tail off in your smaller groups because there's so many people to be friends with. But I feel like when you start doing things that are in like public places, I think house parties was the first time I properly felt FOMO. Yeah, because that was when every week you waited because it wasn't WhatsApp then. You waited for a Facebook invite to the next house party I wish and Facebook invites didn't die because it was so convenient it was so stressful though but everyone the next day at school or that night would all be messaging each other like have you been invited have you been invited someone else was like what I've heard there's this party going on like I'm not invited and then you'd be frantically messaging whoever you could to get that person invited and I remember that because do you remember that first house party the proper one we got invited to I got invited and then got uninvited <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, we were like fifteen, sixteen. No, I think we. I don't think we were that old. We were fifteen, I think. Do you think? Mm, Because I think it was year ten, and it was the first time. Don't condone underage drinking. It was the first time I got drunk, and I walked headfirst into double doors because I felt like I was floating or something. I'm not really sure what happened. I think that that's so so horrible though yeah it is but school is vicious yeah isn't it school is vicious so you you can't feel anything but fun isn't it so weird though because now if some like like long distance acquaintance was having a party mm-hmm. and didn't invite you you'd be like fine oh my god you literally <laughs> Do you I mean you wouldn't think twice you'd be like oh. I think that's because when you're in school there's so much pressure to be like Bit of in the in crowd or yeah. like whatever because I remember we even used to sit in like any lesson and obviously, in those lessons, you're, it's a mixture of everyone in your year in that class. There's like 30 people picked from different classes into that class. Oh, yeah. And everyone would be talking about it. Like, when you're all set up to do your work, everyone's chatting, like, who's going to this party, who's going to that party. Someone would be like, do you think you could get me invited to that? Like, you actually God, have to actually, beg. It's actually embarrassing. I would you have to ne- beg because the thought of you going home and not being invited to that party, and then everyone posting pictures on Facebook, which is how it was back then, and you're not involved in those pictures. Like... I wonder if it would feel the same now. Like, that's obviously does not happen. I would not give a shit. No, probably not. In fact, most of those parties I probably would never have gone to. 
like a lot of them I would have but do you know what I mean like now I'd just be like now nah, I'm not gonna go oh yeah 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 and back then you made sure you were there and how many of those nights ended in shit yeah they were so <laughs> they just ended in tears <laughs> or like that there was that one party that everyone just sat in the corner and cried and we went home <laughs> and ate Yorkshire puddings <laughs> so I think we always you see Yorkshire puddings after we did. It was our, our so weird do you think it's like our Irish heritage <laughs> no because it's for Yorkshire <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like roast dinners feel Irish but yeah, they're they British. Do. They're British. Why does and it actually, feel Irish? Do you know what I learned the other day? Grace told me this. Shout out to Grace. Oh, this might be her first shout out. Oh my God, shout you Grace. lucky thing. The Yorkshire pudding's apparently not part of a Christmas dinner. Oh, that's fucking annoying. But it's traditionally, you don't have Yorkshire puddings. Now, I didn't know this until Christmas. This is when she told me, after <laughs> Christmas. Did she not have Yorkshire Well, pudding? I spoke about it. She was like, what did you have for Christmas? Because we don't have turkey. And she was like, oh, what did you have? And I was like, well, we had beef and chicken and... Yorkshire puddings, cauliflower cheese. She was like Yorkshire, Yorkshire puddings. That's so weird. And I was like, no, it's not. And she was like, it's not part of a. It's not part of a Christmas dinner. She's right. It's not. It's not part of a Christmas dinner. It's part of a roast dinner. Yeah, but which what, I don't know. I don't really see the point in a roast like Yorkshire pudding. There's no point. No. In fact, I would happily, instead of a plate, have a Yorkshire pudding with just roast <laughs> potatoes and gravy in it. instead of a plate. Oh, wouldn't you? Just like roast potatoes, crispy ones. Yorkshire, uh, Yorkshire pudding and gravy. That's yeah, happy days. Don't worry about the meat. Don't worry about any of the other stuff. Just, just, to, just maybe a bit of stuffing. Quite like stuffing. I like stuffing. I do too. This you is... can eat that. That's nothing to do with FOMO. Nothing. <laughs> Zero. Zero That's to do with FOMO. But yeah, no. I think going back to my original point, my first experience of proper FOMO was at school. Was definitely at school. Or actually, I used to have FOMO quite a lot when. I was when we started going out on like the weekends, not even like parties, just going out, and I would be at my dad's. Yes, I can imagine that is shit because he lived an hour and a half away. So, but what were we doing? Going to the common, (laughs) probably like going to Claire's accessories. Yeah, all the common. (laughs) That was always like a trip. Uh, Yeah, but that's when I started to feel FOMO because I was like, oh, I want to do that, but then if I do that, my dad, I'm not going to go to his. Then I'd feel sad. I'd feel FOMO that I was missing out there too. Yeah, you really can't win with FOMO. Oh, you can't. I think you have to defeat it at some point. I wonder when. When's that point? I don't know. I think my FOMO feels different now. Like, my FOMO <laughs> as a teenager used to feel like the end of the world. Yeah. It, like, I probably... But did I everything, everything as a teenager felt like the end of the world. Yeah. Because even if the party ended in disaster, you wanted to be a part of that party. Yeah, yeah. You, like, yeah. Or if there was a fight or whatever. I a mean, fight. Even at school, like, even in a school day, if a fight broke out... Everyone was running to that fight, and if you missed it, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, but I mean, it was like the most entertaining thing that would happen, like, each month. <laughs> yeah. Just this huge fight. Do you remember that year seven girl that beat up that year nine boy? That was my no. favourite one. Yeah, she was tiny. I was rude for her. Did she win? It was like feminism. My <laughs> first experience with feminism. Feminism. Uh, no. Yeah, she did. She was crazy. She was like a hamster on speed. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I don't remember that. Maybe yeah, you should FOMO. have FOMO for that. I do. I can't believe I missed it. <laughs> I used to miss quite a lot of school, so <laughs> that was probably why. Yeah, I probably wasn't there. <laughs> Just one of the days off, you know. <laughs> do you ever feel like, you know when you have FOMO, but, like, it's your decision? Yeah. Like, that's that's I feel like that's the worst. Because... That happens more in your adult years as well, I think. Yeah. Do you know when you're just, like... <sighs> You're either so tired or so poor, and you're like, the wrong thing to do is to go. Mm-hmm. And you convince yourself it's the wrong thing to do so much so, you're like, I'm literally not going. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as everyone's there, you're like, fuck, what was I thinking? Yeah. But I don't do that very often because I usually talk myself out of it before that <laughs> point. Like, it, for me, it's like, if you get me in the morning mm-hmm. and I'm not feeling it, that's when I'll say I'm not going. There's no point. Don't ask me. Don't ask me before four o'clock. 
if yeah. I've said if I'm not 100% going don't ask me before 4 o'clock yeah because I'm probably like going to be in a mood say I'm not going to go and then obviously blatantly go anyway yeah so I just feel like ask me after 4 maybe after 5 I'm definitely going to go yeah I think because we is think it, you did it the other day I'm not going to come I'm not going to come out tonight guys I'm going to stay in I'm tired and then, and then we said you. we're going to be there at 8 and you said as if I thought I wasn't going supposed to my essay you were mm. and did you God, no i did not no, no i did not. yeah 100 percent. i think also in that scenario the option of what you have to do is not as good as the option of going out yeah do you know what i mean like if you i think but if then you're gonna the like stay doing with something someone, that needs to be done yeah but like I mean? that's just procrastinating for sure but that's what i'm saying like it's if weak because it's so weak i'm really weak though i am really weak because then like the next day you're like fuck i needed to start that like i needed to get yeah. it done and now here we are recording on a thursday tomorrow's friday and i'm still not zero still not done it so i mean it'll get done but even with the last essay i ended up coming out <laughs> on a night out being sober drove home and did it at two in the morning no my very worst part of fomo isn't actually the going because to be honest, I'm not really one to, like, sit and do nothing anyway. Like, I'm probably going to go yeah. not, like, FOMO-driven, just I get cabin fever and I get bored. Mm-hmm. But my worst part of FOMO, which I really thought I was going to grow out of and I still haven't, like, I'm still waiting, which you're way better at than I am, mm-hmm. like, staying out because oh, you yeah, don't want to... Go home and every time I wake up the next day, I'm like, why didn't I go home? Yeah, but do you know what I think that comes from? What? When we were younger and still sometimes now, judgment, if you say at two o'clock or half one, do you know what, I'm done, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Because there's two ways of going around this, right? So you can either say, do you know what, I'm done, I'm going home. I think our friends are used to the fact that, like, if I'm done, I'm done. A lot yeah. of the times, I will just stay out to the end anyway. But, like, a lot of times, if we're near home, I'll just come go. home. Because I'm like, whatever. And someone else is ready to go home and I'm cool. I'm done. Nothing else is going to happen that night. Uh-huh. There's nothing to miss out on. Yeah, I'm not meeting my husband but now. when we were younger, if you were, like, going home, everyone would be like, what Why are you, you doing? Home? Why are you going home? Like, we're out on a night out. You're like, like we've been the on the night out already. Yeah. yeah. The night out has happened, but everyone's had too much to drink, and then, or... Everyone says nothing good happens after 2am. Nothing good happens after 2. Or, the person who's deciding to go home makes out that, like, they're having the worst night ever, and they want to go, like, oh, I'm just so bored, like, I want to go home, I'm finished with the night, blah, 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 like, my feet hurt, I'm tired, I've got this to do tomorrow. It's like, just say you want to go home. Yeah, you just want to go. It's because like, then once that's happened, everyone's people... like, oh, why are they going home? Why are they doing this? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I also feel like other people are still having a good time, like, if you want to go, fuck off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're at the age now where we always say, like, just stay in twos. As long as there's two of you, you get Yeah, you're together, fine. Then yeah. you're literally fine, like, it doesn't matter, but there was such the a The worst one, though, is out. when you end up staying in the two. And then you still want to go, like, you wanted to stay a bit, but then you still want to go, and then you feel like that other person is, like, there for, yeah, like, they want to stay, and you're like, The thing that I hate, though, is when you're on a night out, and, like, the vibe is like, let's go home, everyone should be going But everyone's forcing it. Forcing themselves to stay out, and then it gets to the point where, like, you can't get a taxi, the food is weird that you're then having to spend £12 on. £12. There's, like, bizarre people walking the streets at that time of night. Yeah. And you're just, like, all out. And then when the sun starts to come up... No, that's awful. I, 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 I'm no. not kidding you. I cry. I don't think I've Real done that in ages. Tears. I cry. No, I haven't done that in ages. I hate it. It's the worst feeling in the world. It. It's the worst feeling in the world. But yet we still do it. 
because you'd rather do that than not be that at points. Yeah. And I think as well, I suppose... Sometimes it gets too far gone, doesn't it? And you're like, where did the time go? It must depend as well on what your social life is like. Because I think if you've got a social life where... Like we were saying this earlier, where people are always flaky or you don't always have stable people to go out with because you're never sure if they're going to stay out with you. Like, most nights out turn into a shit night. You're probably nice. not going to worry about it too much. If you go out and you... Like, I genuinely love going out with our friends. Like, we have the funnest time. Obviously, you know, one out of ten times it's going to end in disaster. But that's just, that's just, be, that's just life, isn't it? Like, something yeah. might happen. But you don't want the night to end because you're having a good time. Yeah, like, I but enjoy I, it. The thing so is, it's not I like think... I'm going out going, oh, my God, this is going to be... But don't you think night. that that's when, like, you've had a good time, it's time to go, and yet you rinse the rest of the night because you don't want the night to end because you're having fun, but actually, like, that's always the least fun part of the night. Always the least fun. That I last, know, like, couple so of hours, yeah. What, just so you can say you said out till four? Yeah, but to who? Because no one's asking. To whom? And also, normally, the people that would ask you are fucking there with you. They're there. And then everyone's like, you went home early. I, did, I went home at half two. Five minutes before you did. I, like, I, still, I still woke up, like, still only had four hours sleep. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I don't feel that. Like, I don't feel the pressure to stay out longer or, like, people are going to say something if I don't. You're so good at doing it. I, You're so good at yeah, doing Yeah, I that. genuinely am like, this is easy. Mm. So I'm not. I'm like, I am done. Snooze. Put my, I don't know, wear an eye mask. I was going to lie then. <laughs> so put my eye mask on was, and go to bed. I was going to lie. Because I get in. Maybe be sick if I've drank too much. Take a couple of paracetamols, down a bit of water, and off I snooze. I feel like I have this really funny routine when I get in from a night out where I'm, like, pretending to myself that I'm not drunk. And I'll do, like, a full skincare routine. Do you? Fill up my water. Yeah, like, cleanser, moisturiser. Cleanse your face after a night out. Yeah. I'm if I go back home to my own house, yeah. Do you know what my current routine is? What? Get in. If I have to be sick, I have to be sick. Like, if I'm too drunk. I'm but very get sick. in. To be fair, I've actually been good recently. I have. When was the last time you saw me properly drunk as well? No, I've actually been pretty good. Yeah. But get in. I eat a crisp sandwich. Yeah. And my new challenge every time I'm pissed, I do every single time I get an entire packet of crisp into one slice. <laughs> my of <bread>. new challenge <laughs> into one slice. While of I'm bread. doing my skincare. Yeah. But what I've realised is I shouldn't have salt and vinegar because it gives me drastic heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> then two paracetamols, fill up my bottle, go to bed, snooze it off. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, probably still hungover. If I can sleep, I'm it's good. A good I, I mean, I makeup wipe after a night out. I do the dreaded makeup wipe. But even, right, this is where FOMO gets really bad. Mm. The night out's happened, everyone's stayed out for a million hours, gone out even if they didn't want to, yeah. gone to bed, woken up the next day. Do you get FOMO when we all go to get food the next day? No. Oh my god, I do. No. Like, I have to go on that food trip the See, next I day. I don't, I actually find it quite stressful. Even if I'm painfully hungover, oh, I'll no, go I on a food go. trip. I generally go, but if I'm hungover, I'm not going. It's not happening. I think you could teach me a few lessons. Maybe, do you know what? After 20 years of friendship, you've just said that this is on, this is on record. You can I teach me something. Some because I just feel like... I could teach you how to sustain a night out, you and you can because teach Because we you. both know that that can't physically happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> I try, and it ruins me every single time. But no, I don't know. I just feel like if the next day, like, I want to go and have the lulls with everyone. I want to go and have a giggle and, like, laugh about the night before. But if I'm painfully hungover, last thing I want to do is see a soul. I feel like I never see you painfully hungover, and that's probably why. Yeah, because I just don't leave the house. Yeah. Don't leave the house. I just want to stay in, wallow in my own self-pity. See, Maybe I'm the opposite. I'm, like, wake up, burn in a bath. I wake up yeah. and get in the shower. Like, like the first I want thing. to, like, sins off. Do you remember that time with the window cleaner? He saw you washing away your sins. Megan, he saw me spew up Ribena. <laughs> In the shower, butt naked, and I don't look good naked, nor do I look good in the uh, shower. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. I look fantastic Body naked. Body positivity. But I'll tell you, 
I was washing off my instant town, so the shower was like gravy, and I was projectile vomiting Ribena, and the window was a bit open, and he was on the roof, was cleaning he, the window. Did he say hello? No, he didn't, but we made eye contact, and I felt, and he is, I hope you never see this, here's this, very good looking. Is he? Which, very good looking, yeah. And I was actually mortally wounded, to the point now where we only, we sellotape the money to the back door, because I can't face him. <laughs> no. I cannot face the man. Your 20 quid's going to get robbed. I was but I have to shower as soon as I get up after a night out it doesn't matter if I'm still half cut I'm getting in that shower and I'm washing away my sins in a lukewarm shower one of my friends from work she gets in the shower mm-hmm. when she gets home from a night out I'd wake up my family house but like home. she has housemates it's different with that I used to do it after a night out they don't love it they do not love it but she like four o'clock in the morning shower still like n- literally regardless I wish I had that I wish I had that because I feel like that would be amazing the next Imagine day and having her showered no do you know it wouldn't be good though what if we got our hair wet and then went to bed with wet hair yeah we, I don't we think she does that I think she just has a shower Hagrid's love child and we would we not are look, ha- we're both Hagrid's we love child we would not look good the next not that actually I look good on but a hangover to be fair and also like, like I've washed my hair tonight and it won't look good tomorrow regardless no, no like Straight, that's why straighteners were invented. That's why straighteners were invented. Yeah, but he... that's time-consuming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, you, are you not going to straighten it tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm just no. going to, fingers crossed, hope for the best. Slick bun. Yeah. Slick bun, you thing. Yeah. I attempted to do you know what's really annoying, though? I'm like, oh, it'll be my, like, dirty hair hairdo, but actually mm-hmm. it's just become my got three minutes get ready because I snooze my alarm hairdo. Then. Not so sure. No, really, no, honestly. Good, good days and bad days. I can't actually do the slick bun look very successfully. I did try it the other day, and, um... I think it's because I don't have a lot of neck. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a lot of you neck. You go straight from chin to chest. Oh, yeah, I am. Thumb. <laughs> I don't have a lot of... I've got about one inch of neck. Show me. From the side. I've got that. <laughs> I'd say one there's and no, a half. There's nothing, is there? And I've been looking at my family. Turns out it's hereditary. Oh, you've got no neck and no the jeans. Neckers, no neck and long backs. No neck long back. Turtles is what we are. <laughs> it's not a good look. Is it so, time yeah. for um, a tea break? We can do a tea break. I think I need a tea break. John is back after the fantastic jingle that we paid five pounds for. <laughs> Welcome back. We are back. Part two of FOMO. Part two FOMO. We have once again reflected. <laughs> we have. Every time. Every time. Every There's a lot of reflection involved. Do you know what there really is? This is like a self-reflection podcast. Yeah, really. it actually could be quite detrimental. Well, it is to us, because all yeah. we do is just like expose ourselves. Ruin our own lives. Every <laughs> bloody week. Every goddamn week. What was your... Uh, you had a question. So. Yeah. FOMO with a boy. In what context? I feel like there's multiple contexts. Okay. Where would context. you like to start, Miss Tester? How do you... Don't ever call me that again. How would you like to start Mega Matildas? What... Is it contexts? Is that plural? Yeah, it's contexts. You say it. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) That list coming in. Um, I think there's, like, two versions. Okay. Of, like, your boyfriend going out without you. Yeah. And if you get FOMO then. Yeah. But then there's also, like, having plans with your boyfriend and your friends are doing something else. Okay. So neither of which I can relate to, but I'll try. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can imagine. You can... I can totally imagine. I can totally... Deep, deep in... (laughs) I've watched enough love movies... To imagine how it feels. Enough chick flicks. I am Hilary Duff. So, take (laughs) it away. Do you feel like... To be fair, I suppose it's different because your boyfriend is in our group of friends. Yeah. And his friends are our friends. However, there are times when the boys just do the boys things. Yeah, like poker. But what... (laughs) 
So, so not into so that. So boring. But say if they were going like, because there has been times in the time that you've been together where they've gone out, out. Yeah. Without us or without you. Yeah. Like, how do, how do you feel about it? I feel fine. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine if I was sitting at home doing nothing. Nothing, mm-hmm. not nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> um, I wouldn't... I don't think I'd be not pleased about it. Yeah. Don't think I'd be bothered that he was out. I think I'd be bothered that I wasn't. Which, that's childish. Yeah. But then maybe that's also to do with relationships, isn't it? Because would you, do you reckon you'd have more FOMO, like, if you're in one of those relationships where you don't trust that other person? Oh, I think that's so much worse. Because is that like... I think that's where most of it would come from. But then is that FOMO? No, that's fear of their shagging someone else. Sure. So it's like, oh, I want to be <laughs> it's there. like a completely different, yeah. I think there is an element of, like, wanting to be where they are if you feel like that something you don't like might happen. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this the other day at work when when they say, when you find out something that you don't particularly like mm-hmm. and you're like, why didn't you just tell me? Like, why didn't you tell me? And they said, like, oh, well, I knew you'd get annoyed if I told you. Like, you've fallen at the first hurdle because you knew I'd be annoyed about that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can be unreasonable, but, like, nine times out of ten, you've done something that's annoying and you've not told me because you knew it was annoying. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think a lot of FOMO that people have about their, like, other half going out without them Mm -hmm. is either because they've done something in the past or... Yeah. You've seen something on their phone. Like, I don't know, someone liking all their posts. Maybe as well, like, depending on... If if you're not in the same social group as a couple, one one party... I can't imagine what that's like, I'll be honest. No, but, like, one side of that party might have a better social group than the other. Oh, yeah, I think that happens a lot. And that can be really hard because you're like, hold on, do I... Do I... Am I always going... Like, I think I would hate more... (laughs) What would you hate the most? (laughs) I would hate more to be the girlfriend that always goes to any, like, anything and everything because they've got no friends. Yeah. And, like... But then also, like, if you've got no friends, like, obviously you're going to go out with that person. Yeah, but, like, they, they like, guilt bring you and you're there with, yeah. like, all of all of the boys. None of the boys' girlfriends are there. Yeah. You're just that one person that can't be alone. It's, like, codependency. But then if you're... Say you're, so you're in a relationship, but then say if, like, your boyfriend was going out with all of his friends yeah. and you were, like, you weren't doing anything that night, but... He said to you, like, it was a boys' night, like, you knew it was a boys' night, and you're not upset that it's a boys' night, but there's a part of you that's like, oh, well, I'm staying and doing nothing. Mm. But they say to you, like, when they're on their night out, they're kind of, like, checking in with you, like, wish you were here kind of thing. Like, you know that they wish want you were here. here. But, like, is it, like, No, because I think, wanted? like, wish you were here is kind of, like, a backhanded thing, because I'm fucking not. So you don't sure. wish it that much. No. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, do you? Do you wish? <laughs> but then there are some times where, like, you just can't invite your other person because you are just going out with the boys or you are just going out with the girls. Yeah. And I actually, I would... <laughs> but then we end up feeling like, it, it, there is a guilt attached to that, isn't it? But then Yeah, because that... it's like, oh, should I go? If they're not doing yeah. anything. I think it depends on, like, if they're just going out. Like, if it's like, oh, we're going for a pint. If you, mm. like, you can come, if you want to come, you can come. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. But if it's, like, specified that there's something planned... You know, for example, a stag do. Yeah. You're not fucking invited. Not you invited. are not invited. You're not invited. You're not. You can draw a beard on yourself. You cannot go. No. And, like, I wouldn't want to go. I'd fucking hate it. But then would it be fear of missing out, or would it more be, like... I want to know what's going on on that stag do. Not that you don't trust them or you think they're doing anything, but, like, you know, everyone's like, what happens in Malia stays in Malia. And what if they're going to Malia, then they're not my boyfriend. I want you to come back and tell me every single part of information that's happened that weekend. I think boys are so rubbish at storytelling as well. Like, if you come back and told me every hour of it, like, every day on that trip, great. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah, am I crazy? They're like, I just can't remember. Yeah, you are. 
you are. The thing I, think, is, I think everyone is, really. The thing is, I don't think, for me, it would be FOMO of... I don't think it would be, like, a distrust thing. Like, I can't trust you to go out without me. Mm-hmm. For me, it would be, like, if I wasn't going out with my friends, which would be literally a rarity, mm-hmm. if that's worth. Yeah, yeah, Um Then I'd be like, oh... I'm Do you know what thing. gave me really bad FOMO when you guys were all going out together when I was at uni? And like yeah, he I was, was going, that, yeah. you guys were going, and it was like, oh my god, all my friends and my boyfriend are all going out together, and I'm not going. Yeah, and it's not that you weren't going out. It was like I was literally so far away. Yeah. yeah, and I suppose that's the con of everyone, like your whole life being, being in one, one social thing, group. Yeah. But then I suppose this is the other angle, which I'm sure you were gonna say anyway. But I'll say it. <laughs> I'll take <laughs> you, it, Abby. You I'll do take it. the floor. You do it. FOMO if you're in a relationship and you have a friendship group but like you'll go you're, you've planned to do something with your boyfriend and your friends are all doing something that night I'm quite okay with that yeah because like I remember last See, I feel like I would feel drastic FOMO I, I think, would do nothing no, about but it I think it depends what you're doing like we don't often do nothing anyway yeah like we're not really the type to just like sit in and do nothing obviously yeah. like, during the week and like every now and then but like last summer when you guys went to Soul Town mm-hmm. I had FOMO because I wanted to be there with you guys and I could look like you were having a good time and like but we were at a different festival just the two of us but we were also having a good time so I didn't I wasn't thinking about like what you guys were doing if that makes sense maybe it's more in the early stages of a relationship when you're not used to compromising at all you're not used to compromising you're also like in the early days you're so excited by that person you want to be around them all the time you want to spend all your time with them then your friends are getting annoyed at you for not seeing them but then you're your new person's like hold on you spent every weekend with me and now you're not so it's like finding a balance I think creates no, FOMO because no. like, where are you I think you have to go in with balance yeah but how can you how can you when you meet someone I feel like I did but yeah, maybe because I was group. and I was quite young as well like, there, I feel there like, didn't have to be a compromise of like I'm yeah. not going to see my friends because we were all going out together anyway yeah but like if you're if you've just met someone it's early doors and it's, and it's so exciting. exciting and like you're so involved like with your but time. I think it like again it depends what you're doing because so many people I do think balance would be great if we could do it because that's where so many relationships but I think if you're conscious of it you can like if you're aware yeah. of that before I think it's more the people that go in like head fucking first then and then it's like don't you like why doesn't he want to spend all his time with you why does he not want to see you every week because he probably fucking hates me <laughs> fine <laughs> you know what I mean like people say that don't they because in the early days you expect to be so out you expect to be so like into each other and you want but to like see what other. even the fuck is that do you know what I mean like who sure. expects that and why I think because you're just involved, like you're so well, not involved. That's not the word. Like you're so um, like, like encapsulated by that. People like thing. instantly presume you're dissatisfied. Yeah. And it's like, but why? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Because for the last yeah. for the last twenty years of my life, for the last however long, they weren't. I didn't even fucking know that person. Yeah. And I was fine. Mm-hmm. So like my head says now we're just fine together. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like we're. I don't think that you have to be like breathing the same oxygen in order to no, prove no. to the people around you that you still want to be together or you're liking oh, your yeah, time yeah. together but I just think in that like in that like honeymoon phase that first couple of months mm. where it is all you're so absorbed that's the word I was looking for you're so absorbed <laughs> by this new thing because you might have had your friends for 10, 20 years whatever yeah. you're so absorbed by this new exciting thing and it's all different and you're dating and you're doing this that and the other you're not even thinking about the other thing but then when people start to say hold on we don't really see you or like yeah, like where your you family been? saying to Do you know when what, was though? the last night you were here and then you start saying I'm not going to see my new boyfriend this or my new girlfriend this weekend I'm gonna go out with my friends and then the new boyfriend or girlfriend's like hold on 
somewhat like because it's yeah like you've turned cold but it's not the fact that you don't want to see them it's just that now life's happening and like life's moving on but i think that's a hard balance because you as that person who has the new boyfriend or girlfriend and has the group of friends and a family i guess it's yeah but i feel like it's only tricky if they don't yeah because if you both have that that's like sound i'm gonna go out with the girls you're gonna go out with the boys and like, I don't know yeah. it, like we'll just see each other tomorrow but I feel like my thing was always like we'll meet up when we get home like you're yeah. going out on a night out I'm going out on a night out we live 10 minutes away from each other when we're getting cabs back you're like in touch yeah yeah, yeah Do you know? which is stupid because you go home, like it's the middle of the night it doesn't matter but I feel like at the time it feels like it matters of course it matters and the next day when you've not got home till so late like you could have just gone home gone to bed and been fine you're yeah. like and you're so hungover because you've been up and everything you're like why didn't I just go home but at the time it doesn't feel like that no and you're trying to like fit everybody in to yeah your, to your like one night schedule but then I all I like it is tricky to like find find the balance yeah but I also think for us like we're coming from a perspective where we have like a group of friends mm-hmm that we've consistently seen probably like three times a week at least yeah, yeah, yeah. for the last 10 years but then that comes and, with judgment doesn't it but people, people, are like, people that don't see have like? that when they meet that person that they like yeah they're like they're not compromising something else to be with that person they're just compromising the time that they were alone to be with that person Very true. whereas for us like you're pulling away from friends to spend time with someone else yeah and, and you I think that you shouldn't do it but then everyone fucking does it and then you're the one stood there like oh i've rejected everyone because i didn't want to miss out yeah because everyone always says that they're like I always say like I've got a nice social life and stuff and I'd love to meet someone that had a really good social life but it seems that every guy I ever end up talking to doesn't (laughs) yeah and it's like then I find that would be consuming well it is consuming because then they're just existing for your presence well yeah because I I haven't as of yet been necessarily willing to compromise very much (laughs) because they're probably just not the right person or whatever yeah not worth compromising for like and because this is the thing like I think sorry it's going off on a tangent but I was having a conversation potentially with you or with one of the other girls the other day potentially I, with me I can't remember if it was with you or not it's almost rude <laughs> so, so sorry. it's like so close to rude <laughs> <laughs> but about I can't figure out yet how long and now this is obviously it is different for everyone but how how long is too long to be in the talking stage how long is too long to be in the seeing stage and how long is too long to like like how quick is too quick how slow is too slow and I just think that's all bullshit but then it's, it's cause like to me I'll be like if I say if, if in the past I've been like talking to a guy and I'm like oh like this has happened before I've gone I'm going out like, what are you doing tonight oh I'm going out with the girls or I'm going out with my friends they're like oh where was my invite and I'm like we've only been talking for six years like <laughs> it's too for quick six, for six <laughs> but years but it's been like a few yeah. weeks so I'm like I'm, but then to them it's like no, like, if you, we've been no. talking, we get on. Like, surely we should start meeting up and seeing meeting each other's friends. But I'm like, no, I no, can't do that. No, but no, then I guess no. with some people, they just do. Like, you start to and yeah, but like those people are that. annoying. Like, that's annoying. Stop bringing people in and out of my life. I'm but like that. Has I'm like a child from a split family. If you're going to bring them into my life, they need to stay. So I hate it when my friends break up with boyfriends yeah. that I wanted to stick around. But even if like just a lot of our just friends did. have done that, like they've been just dating someone, like they've been in the area going for dinner or whatever, and they've just brought them along for the night. I I find that bizarre. So, but then I do. But then equally, I'm the one that says to all of those people, like, "Yeah, bring them." Yeah. Like to me, it doesn't affect me. But when it's me that has that is confronted with that, like, I'm I genuinely someone, find like, oh, like, we'll just go meet. You. Like, I'll come out with you and your mates. Like, I'd love to come out for a drink with you and your friends. I'm like, no, absolutely not. I can't do that. I think that I don't know if you're saying, but I feel like I again that like, I'm talking from like if I imagine that was me. Mm-hmm. I like my friends so much. 
and like I'm having a good time and if I don't actually significantly like you and think that that's going somewhere mm-hmm. or want it to go somewhere like fuck are you coming on a Saturday night no yeah but like your friends don't like care. I'll see you on a, no but you can like, I'll, I'll see you on a Tuesday <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Why would I compromise that? I agree. I agree. Because time is pressure. But then why are we even investing time into the people that we don't want to bring out I think, like, I've never really, like, texted. Sure. Like, been in that, like, phase of, like, texting. But... Because you've been in relationships since the late 90s. Before before (laughs) mobile phones. But I don't think I'd be that up for it. No. I get why people do it in terms of, like, it's a bit of entertainment. Like, maybe they will be nice. Maybe you will go out. Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe. But, like, if that was me, I think I'd be more... Oh, maybe not. I was going to say, but it's actually a lie, so I'm saying this, but I'm lying. <laughs> I would rather be the type that would be like, okay, we've spoken for a couple of weeks, we're getting on, let's go for a drink and knock it on the head if it's no good. Yeah. Like, I would I would not want to drag that out. But then if you're having a really good night with that person and all your friends are out too... And you're in the same similar area, or maybe you're 15, 20 minutes away, mm. and they're like, want to carry the night on, but like, I really want to see my friends too. Is it weird to say But to it's that like person, if you're like, going you on your first or second day and yeah. you really want to see your friends. Yeah. Hmm. What is, is it that? Though? I think a little bit. Because first and second day, it's just first second day. I know, but I don't think it's the fact that you're rushing it and then meeting your friends. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fact that like, if you're having a really good time and you really want to be out with that person, mm-hmm. why are you taking that person to where your friends are? Yeah. That's, That's, that yeah. would be my red flag. Yeah, I suppose so. Because I'm a little bit like, you're entertaining, but not enough for me, for me to, to stay here with you. you. Like, I'm going to bring you to where the fun is. Yeah. But then I suppose... But I think that was probably habitual in the sense that, like, we are, like we literally do everything together. It's almost toxic. Yeah, it is. Cult-like. Very cult-like. Yeah. Very it's scary. Much. It is. But I mean, we're scared. 15 of us went to Spain for seven days and the next day all met up again. Yeah, that is, that, yeah, that is, yeah. I shouldn't want to see any of you again. <laughs> and actually, I can't lie and say that they didn't all piss me off at one point because I'm sure they did. Yeah. But still, I just wanted to see them the next day. I just couldn't get enough. But I think, like, this is what I was saying to someone the other day, is that being in the same group of friend, friends with your boyfriend is, like, that does make FOMO a weird thing, I think, because normally we would be out together. Yeah. But then I think when life gets so busy, there comes a point where we're like, okay, we actually need to, like, I don't know, go away or go and do something separate from our friends mm. just to, like, reassure yourself that you're capable of... Living without them. Because it's not the, like... <laughs> no, but, like, you're actually... You're, it's really easy to have fun when you're out with your friends all the time. Yeah. With your boyfriend or not. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's an easy environment to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, sometimes you do need to, like, extract yourself from that situation. Yeah. Just to, like reflect because we love to reflect we love just to like reflect. reevaluate and it just like remind yourself like no we're still having a good time together yeah. not just because we're surrounded by our friends yeah because for us sometimes it's like actually we didn't even intend on our friends being where we were yeah yeah not I that we bumped we into on you us but like, we were, though, like yeah not that we'd like bump into you guys somewhere but it's just like you know he lives with two of our friends yeah so we even when i go involved. over to his house it's the four of us. But then I suppose then, to make it, I suppose, what, like more relatable widely, is the fact that with FOMO specifically, yeah. we don't... Because that is what we're talking about. That is what we're talking about. I've got a good way of bringing it back round. But, oh no, have you choked on your tea? Yeah, right. a little bit. 
with FOMO. It's not something we feel as much now because you condense your friends down when you leave school and you pretty much stay with the same people. The FOMO now comes from what's the next step because we are 20 somethings. We're not yeah, we yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that and the is... next, and all of our guy friends are nearly 30 or above 30. Yeah. So the next stage of life is to settle down and have kids or like settle like, down in whatever way you deem you I was going to say like who said you have to do that either because like, we have a couple of friends who are married and don't want children like not everyone wants to do that type yeah, of yeah, thing yeah yeah no totally but the next stage of life is like everyone says you know things will start to slow down which they have done I think what's quite so scary so the FOMO is like what are we going to miss out on in the next five years that yeah. like, we have to kind of absorb it all now but it's like if you ask any of our friends not any of them that's not true but a lot of our friends mm. like if you were to get pregnant now how would you feel mm. almost all of them say I'm too selfish to have a baby yeah, but, that's but the, but the selfishness only comes from the out. FOMO. Yeah, probably, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not that you can, like, one of our friends got her shit together just fine yeah. to be to be a parent. Yeah. You know, like it's not that you can't get your shit together and be a mum. It's just it's the, the fact, fact that, that like what you compromise in being that. Yeah, of course. Like that's what people aren't willing to do because they don't want to miss out on the stuff that they had planned for the twenty-five year old. Yeah, even though when none of us thought we'd be here at 25. Oh, absolutely not. But now it's become so normal what <laughs> yeah. we do. It's like, it's yeah. It's the thought of that ever changing. Yeah, it's We've terrifying. almost become, like you said earlier, like habitual. Like our life is oh, quite habitual yeah. because we but do. I think that's a lot to do with like this area. It's so like bubble. I think that's the same in so many places though. Suburban also, life. Because if, if we didn't have that, if we didn't have the friends that we have, if we didn't live the life that we lived. Yeah, what in the fuck do you do? Well, but I reckon if you took all of that away and like FOMO wasn't an issue I would imagine that the majority of the people that we know we'd all be in very different positions people would work yes. and have moved away people yes. would work in different places yeah. because like if you look like obviously I work by myself like what but the if people... where you work a lot of the people you work with are around your age and have moved away from their areas uh-huh. to live in London to live in the city to have and a good to job find and new friends because they didn't they might have had that back home, but a lot of them wouldn't have had that back home mm. and they were seeking something. But I think, I think that the FOMO related, not FOMO, well, yeah, I guess, like, about the next step kind of FOMO. Yeah. That is really interesting because I feel like that's what's triggering most people in their 20s right now. Oh, all the time. More so than missing out on what other people are doing on the weekend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more like, what do the next few years hold and are people going to be doing things I'm not doing? Yes. Because when you start doing the maths and you're like... I haven't even got a boyfriend yet. How am I going to have nine kids in the next four years? <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't add up. But then I suppose that will be the FOMO then. Like, if we're 30-somethings, imagine if we're still, if we're still successfully doing a podcast in our yeah. 30-somethings. Are we successfully everyone, doing it now? Not at all. Not one tiny <laughs> wee bit. But, like, having people get married like we suppose what we talked about earlier with the houses and stuff but like seeing all your friends get married and or get in serious relationships maybe have kids maybe move out maybe move country maybe move to a new area yeah that scares me if you're not the one doing it or if you're the one doing it before or after everybody else is the FOMO going to change from like I don't miss the nights out anymore I missed the time we had but but now I'm not keeping up with what everyone's doing I've got FOMO for the fact that keeping up with the Joneses yeah like I'm not staying in in a well I'll be the you know I'll be staying in a lone type of Hagen with the top of Harkendars. Yeah, that's what Bridget Jones does. <laughs> That'll be it then. <laughs> I am Renee Zellweger. I just think, I wish you were. <laughs> this would be a lot fucking easier if you were. Um, I think that, like, I'm, I'm scared of the opposite happening. Like, I'm scared of doing all the things that you think you're supposed to do because mm-hmm. that's kind of like what you see or what you get told or what everyone else yeah, is yeah, doing. Yeah. And just, like, rolling with it and then having missed out on all the the last few years of doing all the, the fun that you or to like do. just 
to be like, I didn't even want to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just did that. Not that you'd ever regret, I'm sure, like, you wouldn't regret a lot of things that you decide to do. And there's always going to be, like, hindsight. There's always going to be another option. There was always another path you could take. But I do think that, especially in an area like this, it's really common to just save up, buy a house, get married, have babies, get a dog, and that'll be that then. Yeah. And, like, and actually, you might not be ready for that yet. No. Or, you're, or not even that you're not ready, you just don't want to do it yet. Yeah. But I think well, like, what if thing. you don't want to do it ever? Yeah, what Do you know what I mean? Like, that's another option. But then I feel like as as 25-year-olds, we're probably quite forward-thinking in that sense, that, like, if you don't want to have kids, if you don't want to get married, if you don't want to do what society deems you don't you have to. But there are still those pressures there, and we do still talk about it, and we do still think about it. So mm. even though, and, you know, we, I think at this point in our lives, do see, you know, children and things like that in our future... But is that because we actually see it or is that because we've always been told that's what we'd want? And, like, that's it's what so it just, like, that's what it just normally looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But then are you going to have, you know, like, when someone says, oh, I don't want children, and then an older person says, you'll regret that if you don't have them. Yeah. It's like, like, you're going to get to my stop. age and look back and go, I wish I had kids. And, like, yeah, stop do you know what? Maybe forcing, you might. Don't force your life but on like, me there. But, like, you can't decide what somebody's going to do. It's almost like they're telling you the FOMO that you're going to have in 25 years when you're not that person. Yeah, so I'm too busy worrying about whether I should go to the pub or not at the yeah. moment. <laughs> but then I suppose that goes back round to the... It's silly, but it goes back round to the idea of like leaving a night out when you're ready to. Not yeah, like, because you think you should. Yeah, like when you're ready. It's the same as anything. The other thing I hate, like I'm, I can understand why people that some people that haven't had children, some people would say it's the best thing they ever did, mm-hmm. but other people say like you know now I'm at this age and I kind of think oh I wish I'd have done that like mm-hmm. and my time's like passed or whatever. I do get that, but one thing that really stresses me out, like really really stresses me out, is when people are like. You need to start young. Like, you need yeah. to have kids young. Like, get it out of the way. And yeah. Clock's like, ticking. Yeah, like... Is it fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, leave me alone. My got batteries in it, because mm. I haven't got a boyfriend, so <laughs> there's no ticking. Yeah, there's, there's no ticking happening. Absolutely not. We're stuck at five o'clock, you know? But, like... Going anywhere. It, yeah, I just think there's a lot of, like, external pressure. Yeah, and talking of pressure, we actually will have a podcast on expectations, I think, at some point. Yeah. Which, is this it? <laughs> no, this is not it. But this is got, FOMO. But I think it is a whole topic within itself. Yeah. Of pressures and also, like, expectations of what you should be and what you should do. And, like, isn't it weird how... It's, I don't know who's done it, but, like, somewhere we've, like, categorised age groups with, like, like goalposts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you feel like I, I've said it even recently, thinking about it now, like, with the pandemic, I feel two years behind where I should be. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's mostly, like, obviously I stopped working and stuff. Yeah. But I'd been doing nothing similar to what I'm doing now had I've carried on. So, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. But, like, there's part of you in your head that's like, I should be two years Ahead further in my career than but, like, I am. would we be? Or well, we I'd probably be in a completely different one. Yeah, but would we have still just parted for two years and done the exact same things that we were doing anyway? Yeah. Because with two years, we're out of, obviously, the other side of a pandemic pretty, well, give or take, coming yeah. out of the other side of a pandemic. Depending on what type of person you are. But, yeah, <laughs> but... We're still just doing the same shit we did yeah. when we were 22. Oh, my God, and I swear... I'm maybe re- just leave an hour earlier than I used to. I swear I remember thinking in the pandemic, like, I'm going to stay in more now, like, I don't Slow need to go out all the time, I'm going to, yeah, like, keep yeah. my pace, like, chill, absolutely the opposite. Absolutely the opposite. If, if anything, anything I... Yeah, because I was like, I've missed out on so much, I'm going to fit it all in tomorrow. We're just knackered. Yeah. I mean, how many reasons did we try and think to get out of this podcast? Oh, today? like, about 100. So, you're welcome, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are lucky. So, 
FOMO. Do we have a conclusion for our FOMO? Or do we think FOMO is something we're probably just going to feel for forever? I think, do you know what I, I think the conclusion probably is? Is mm-hmm. that you're going to feel it for something different at all different stages in your life. Yeah. Unless you're just that person that doesn't give a fuck. I wish I was that person. I wish I was that person. <gasps> I don't think You know those be. people that like, they're literally not concerned? They are not concerned. We're they don't care the what they're day. doing at that time. They still care about themselves. They're not like neglecting themselves. They just don't care about... What other people are doing, they don't care about what other people want them to do. Like they literally do what they want when they want to do it. That's going to be us one day. I don't, I don't think how. it is. No, I'm not capable. of I that. give too much of a fuck. Yeah, I'm not I'm, built that I'm way. I'm lying. We've lied a lot today. We've lied a lot. We'll also have a podcast on lying at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where the right people to go on it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. It changes. It changes. It'd be interesting to ask someone in a different age bracket how they feel about. Like, whether they feel FOMO, but maybe for that thing of, like, maybe their friends are getting married, or... Yeah. Maybe their friends are getting fucking divorced. Sure. There's also FOMO, I think, from older generations. And I don't know if it'll be the same when we're the older generation, but I think there's a FOMO from our older generation, like, our parents' age, or our grandparents, saying, go and do all the things I didn't do. I got married at 20 and had kids. I literally, I'm not going to lie, go I don't... live the lives we didn't live. And we are kind of doing that, because we're not doing this, we're not following Sue. Yeah. But then what are we going to say to our kids, like... Go, no, yeah, go to sleep. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything my parents didn't do, though. Oh, like, mine definitely didn't. Mine were a bit... Me. They, like, went on so many holidays. Like, they were out all the time. Yeah. So I don't really feel like I get the vibe of, like, go and do the stuff that we missed out on. Mm. I think, actually, career-wise, there is that. Because there's yeah. just a lot more opportunity now. They're, like, Massive. go and find what you like doing rather than just do it to do it. Yeah. But I think in terms of, like, having a good social life and, like, having a fun time when you're younger, I feel like they totally did that. They had that a lot. Sure. I think mine did. I think they had a good... From, like, the stories they tell me... Yeah. They were both earning good money and could part... They had to lie to stay in, is what they used to say. Like, we used to have to make a lie so we could have a night in. That's like, you. We, That's rubbed <laughs> off on yeah. you. We used to go out every single night of the week. They were like... Yeah, I can we do that. Because we were the wine bar era, like, you just had a good time. And their jobs were whining and dining clients like it that's just how it was i they feel like bought a flat when they were 19 and did this oh my god as if could you imagine but then they had kids they were married by the time they were 24 and then had their first baby at 26 so yeah that's wild that's next year they would that's yeah, this year this for this you year for good luck so they would say like keep that going for longer like go and travel the world if you want to mm. go like my mum never went on a girl's holiday yeah, well. because she just she settled down young like she moved in with my dad and that was how it was I don't think my dad's ever been on a boys holiday but it's weird though because now you could still settle down and say I'm going away with the girls and it would be alright yeah it's just, whereas it's just back then like it wasn't really what you did yeah like their generation was changing from their parents generation and we're kind of doing it changing again. from that yeah so god our kids are just going to be fucking wild no, maybe they'll retract. I don't think they will. Yeah, but do you not feel like mindfulness and stuff like that is becoming more present, like more it current? Is, but, like, people will just like go to like meditation raves. Do you know what I mean? Like it will just be. A what? Because of all the raves that we go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I at work the other day there was like a rave song playing and I was like, oh god, I feel like I'm at a rave. And then I was like, hang on, I've actually never been. To a rave. <laughs> I actually don't know what that feels That's like. Exactly what this feels like. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing you can give me FOMO for. Oh god, no. I just can't do it. But literally, absolutely anything else. It's not even that. It's the fact that I would stick out like a sore thumb beyond belief. Yeah, we do that quite a lot anyway, though. Like, I couldn't... Some of the outfits those girls wear are insane. Yeah, they look amazing. I would put that on and look like a (laughs) sequiny pork joint. Yeah, me too, me too. It'd be hideous. Pork joint rolled in glitter. Yeah. Do you know what? Maybe I do have FOMO. I just relinquish it. I relinquish the FOMO because I just know I wouldn't fit in. Oh no, Abby, that's actually really sad, don't say that. It's not sad, Megan. Okay, you're not sad about it. Me and drum and bass are never going to be mates. No, maybe not. However, me and Shaka Khan, 
oh, best friends. I will wear sequins all over my body. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. I'll be there. You'll be there, honey. I'll be there. So, have you got a nick for the week? Uh, no. Have we you? Did, no, but I... I don't think... We might have to cancel Ick and Pick of the Week. Oh, no, we can use the one you said earlier. Pe- no, that was a rubbish one. <laughs> what do you mean? I think it's a nick a lot of people have. People... Oh, spitting on the floor. Spitting on the floor. That is an ick. Yeah, that is an ick. And but we I have a friend like... who hates it so much, it actually makes her gag. <laughs> but she... It doesn't matter where we are, she's the one that sees somebody spit on the floor. Yeah, like, she's got... I never got, see it. She's got eyes for it, she hasn't does, she? She gags, and we go, what's happened? She goes, I've just seen someone spit on the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you see it every time? But maybe it's because she hates it so much, like, she, like, seeks it out. Yeah. But I, I, don't, but I don't go out and actively notice that people spit. I feel like that's the thing, though. Like, if you're looking for something, you'll, like... You'll see it more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that gives you the ick, like, you... I think it gives everyone the ick, but if that really gives you the ick, you'll be... I remember at school once, we were about 14, and we were on in the, I don't know, playground. <laughs> and there was a boy, and he... You know who he is, I'll tell you after. And he went... You know people used to, like, drop their spit and suck it back up? Uh, that's but Abby. His, that's actually disgusting. He wasn't successful, and it went on his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. That was an ick, though. That is an ick. Spitting, spitting is an ick. Spitting in general is a bit of an ick. Yeah. Now keep it not cute. Not cute. Not cute. Not cute. Have I got any other icks? Have you got any picks? Picks. Pick of the week. I'm not feeling... I'm literally so... I'm tired and I'm not feeling like picks are a thing for me at the moment. No, I'm tired. I'm not... I'm not positive, Polly. I'm not not positive. I just don't... I can't think of anything... Are you feeling optimistic? Mm. I've got no optimism at the moment. I don't feel not... No, I do feel optimistic, but I think more than that, I feel tired. (laughs) (laughs) Above optimism, I feel tired. I'm optimistic for the summer because I think it's going to be a good summer. Like, I'm excited for what's Sounds next. Sounds like high school musical. Summer. Summer. <laughs> but I, um... Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what? I don't know if I had a pick of this week. I can't even remember this week. No, I can't. It's what a long week it's been. Yeah. This is the lull period. This is the lull period because everyone is waiting for summer to kick in. Yeah, but yeah, I don't feel lull. You don't feel lull? No, I don't feel what lull. Do you feel? I feel tired feel and pessimistic, tired. but I don't feel like... You feel pessimistic? Yeah. Are you kidding? You've been going to the gym at 5am. 30, 5.30. Honey, that is optimism beyond belief. No, it's not. Your abdominals are like, it's, woohoo. It's, they're not. It's they're more, not. it's more like, I'm so delirious at that point that I don't rationalise it's a stupid idea until I'm already there. Right. I would and say that. Yeah, and I've committed. I think it's very good though. I get, go I get, um, I, I'm gym shy. Uh, me too. That, that I'm literally like, could be an entire episode. That Because I literally walk in there and I'm like, okay now what and it's to the point of like treadmill that's all I did I had to yeah because you membership. don't because how the fuck do you use anything else I had to cancel my gym membership because all I did was go on the treadmill and watch <laughs> Disney Plus I'm not even kidding <laughs> and I would go at times in the day when no one could see you watching Disney Plus well, no because no one was there because I had the luxury of like going between working yeah so I could go at like 10.30 I'm only there with Sue around the corner Sue Sue's on the elliptical going backwards and I'm there <laughs> Watching the, the hustle. <laughs> on the <laughs> She was. And I'm there watching Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock fight crime. <laughs> on the trip. Walking at maybe three. Three. Not even on an incline because I don't care. Just so at the end of the week when my dad goes, Are you using that gym membership? I go, Yeah, yeah, dad, I've been like I've four. been on the treadmill. I've been four times this week. Going 20 minute increments so I get the film by the end of the week. Shocking. And no, that's really I can't funny. remember what happened. So I had to cancel that membership. And uh, I've been hula hooping. How's that going for you? Oh, it's hilarious. I love it. Are you ripped? 
Oh, Megan. I'm, I'm surprised you can I'm see me. Shredded. I'm surprised you can actually see me here. I'm slight. <laughs> I, was, I was telling people today how I got fat shamed by the nurse at my first smear test. Oh. Well, you got fat shamed by the nurse, yeah, didn't you? Did. I was trying to tell, but I can't remember what happened to you. She told me, she said, you're a very pretty girl. Pretty? You're a very pretty girl and you're very lovely. But you really need to start thinking about your health. And if you lost some weight, and I said, yeah, no, I understand that, Joan. And, Joan. Um, I said, how much do you think I should lose? She said, well, I don't want to say because it's a big number. <gasps> so I don't want to put you off. <gasps> I giggled. I did. I giggled. Did, so but, she didn't tell you the big number? She wouldn't, Megan, she wouldn't even tell me how much I weighed. You can't. Fuck off. She wouldn't even tell me how much I weighed. What? Well, what? Well, well, you can find that out. Like, Clearly, why would she keep that? I'm the one-ton mum. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I can't see any other option. I said to her, "Don't worry, I won't be offended by my own weight." Yeah, even though she literally fat shamed you. My no, mine. You, okay, that's actually quite. That's like a bit patronising. So I feel like that's worse. And I left. I thought she was lovely. And afterwards, <laughs> I sat in the car. I thought, oh my god, that what a traumatic experience. Yeah, it wasn't traumatic. It, do you know what? Get your smear tests. Yeah, get your smear tests. Absolutely fine. They might fat shame you at the same time, but it's okay. But they'll do it softly. Yeah, they won't tell you how much weight. No, my nurse said, just jump on the scales for me, and I was like, I said, oh, I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> Because, you know, we don't go by scales anymore. It's 2022. We it's not about weight. No. We like to sell ourselves. So I got on the scales and she was like, oh, jump off for a minute. So I jumped off for a minute. She got herself onto the scales, proceeded to say, oh, they're not broken. Made you get back on. Made me get back on. Hideous. Made me get back on. she didn't look at the number the first time. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, but she, she looked at the number and thought they might be broken. Yeah, so she made you get back on. But then she yeah. got on, knew it wasn't broken, and still made you get back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So then she was like, oh, they're not broken. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Obviously, that's just so awkward, isn't it? I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, well, do you, do you think you might know why you've been, like, putting on this way? I don't know. Don't know. Sure. Two-year pandemic, maybe? Yeah. No, I... I don't know why, like, I'd put on, like, I don't know, a stone. Which yeah, piss- but we'd also come out of the pandemic and we're partying and drinking again. All the time. But what pisses me off is that if you lose two pounds, you get a fucking gold star. Yeah. Two pounds a week, great, yeah. wonderful, you're doing fab. Yeah. You put on a stone over the course of three years, which is the last time she weighed me, mm-hmm. and that, the world's falling apart. I know. So I was like, on that note, I'm going to leave now. And at one point, you will be the ick of the week, Shirley. Yeah, and t- this is the point. Fat shaming nurses is the ick of the week. <laughs> It was, it was awful. But smear test was absolutely Definitely fine. Smear test. Hundred percent. No was, no regrets. It was actually a doddle. Yeah. It was a complete so, And doddle. I was like I wasn't totally panicked, but I wasn't not panicked. No, but it was fine. Yeah. I was actually surprised how good it was. How I'll good? Go, I'll go it back. It was actually how good it was. I'll go back. Oh, I'd definitely be going back. <laughs> I'd definitely be going back. In five years. Yeah, when it, when I absolutely well, I have, have to. to. <laughs> anyway. Should we wrap it up there, my friend? It's wrapped. It's wrapped. Thanks for listening. Join us next week. We don't know what we're talking about next week. Episode five. Episode five. Yeah. Oh, we don't know what we're talking about. Maybe we could, we could... No, I was about to suggest things. Who knows? No. It could be anything. Well, it'll be surprised. We surprise ourselves with it we before we, we start recording. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you had a lovely walk or rest in bed or time at work. Or just, like, suffered through it because you're our friend, so you have to. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, much. thank you. And, uh... You have to do it again next week. You do. And yeah. for the foreseeables. Yeah. Over and out. Over and out. Amazing.